If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. The holidays are over, the new year is here, and the time to act is now. Expert private care at Recovery Centers of America will get you on the road to recovery today. At our award-winning and fully accredited treatment centers on the Eastern Shore and in Southern Maryland, you will be treated with compassion, dignity, and respect by our dedicated team of professionals. You will also benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, and the comfort of our outstanding facilities. Let us help you. We will answer your call 24-7 and can get you into treatment as soon as today. If outpatient care is right for you, you can receive a same-day assessment and attend therapy in person or virtually. And because we accept most private insurance plans, you get premium care without the premium price. Don't wait. Start your new year. Start your new life today. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. Hey everybody, welcome to the Cocoa Express Show Network. We are live here today and we are the main It's a great organization, and I'm delighted to be able to play a little part in keeping it going. You know, we have a, we're a, a drop-in center, and um, we try to place people in permanent housing, and we also have uh, an affiliation with a lot of churches and synagogues in the city where people go out and sleep at night. And so people come here, and they can eat, and they can get medical attention, and they can work on their ID and all that, and so it's a way for people to take an opportunity to get themselves on their feet, and that's why we call it the Main Chance Center. Okay, yeah. excellent, excellent, that is amazing. Now, what other events do you have in here other than our show? Well, we have an annual uh, graduation kind of event, you know, where people who come through the program and have gotten housing. Uh, they come and they talk and get recognition, and then we have um, usually a jazz, e- couple of jazz evenings, and we have a number of open houses with the community. So we're pretty active. 
active uh, schedule in addition to the work we do with our clients, you know, educational work and social work, group work, things like that. So uh, it's a lovely facility. And uh, thankfully, the city pays the rent. So uh, it's very hard to find space for homeless people in Midtown Manhattan. But there's a lot of people out on the street. So there's a lot of people who would like to come in and get out of the cold and get some shelter. But we're not a shelter. We're, we're a drop-in center where people come directly off the street. Everywhere we can. We have a website, Central Neighborhood, if we call, or the Main Chance Center. Both of those will get you to our website. And um, we advertise in all the community boards and where we can. But mostly what we do is we invite people out on the street or people who have lost their way in the city to come in uh, at no expense and get food and shelter. Right. And a lot of the people who are homeless are people who come into New York City and uh, lost their money, or you know, it's it's, it's a it's a very varied population. A lot of people who've been living on the street, but also a lot of people who just are down on their luck for a little while. Thank you so much. Thank you for Pleasure to talk to you. Thanks a lot. on the advisory board for the 30th Street Men's Shelter, and I've also been uh, coming here to meet Brady and some of the people who want uh, run the programs here in a community connection, because if organizations don't work together with the community, nobody wins. So I think it's all about making sure people collaborate. And like I just met a wonderful artist here who said he would do an art class over at the 30th Street Men's Shelter. So I'm excited. I did my work. I can go now. <laughs> You know, I think just living in the neighborhood and, you know, you, you can't miss in New York City about uh, you know, 60,000 homeless people and they certainly are not invisible. None of us are invisible. And you know, to be honest with you, we were having some issues in the neighborhood, separate and apart from the shelter, but some criminal activity that was using the shelter resources, and so we figured out how to make this all work, right? So we work together, and things are really not that complicated once we communicate, right? And we're all on the same page. 
simple, simple stuff. So all good, and I've certainly come to know that the team here works very, very hard and does good work, getting people back on their feet. So very exciting.
it's amazing. And I'm really glad that I'm here with this event. Like I said, we're waiting on the If you want, you can actually donate
where I got that inspiration from is watching National Geographic and the colors. That tree that's in the back. My sister told me the name of the tree. I can't remember now. But I um, I said I'm gonna paint a, I'm gonna paint that, that picture that I see, that scene, and I can place that you know African inside of it, which is spirit. The name of the beast is spirit. So it, it accompanies the spirit of the African, which is we are Africans, whether you want to realize it. And actually. The population on the planet, we all Africans. That's, that's what we all came from. Yeah. I mean, some people might have issues. Yeah. And if they do, they do. But people who know history, yeah. and people who know anthropology, and people who know the, 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 the human experience, they know. Okay. Now, you went to, what did you study in school? Uh, I first went to school in uh, Tennessee. A friend of mine, he told me to come up with a phrase where you are. But we went to school in Tennessee, we both got scholarships, Tennessee Tech, at uh, 76, 77. We, got, we, we both got homeless. <laughs> we came back to New York. Why did I do that? You know, at 19, you think you know everything. And I realized at 19, I don't know everything. I did know everything. So I worked for a year, and our job, and I realized I didn't want to do this for the rest of my life. So I applied to uh, Howard University. They didn't accept me. I got that. We regret to inform you that. I got that one too. Okay. <laughs> hey, it was their law. Uh, thank you. And then I also applied to uh, Delphi University. And they accepted me. And I, in 1978, I started going to school at Delphi. I majored in communication. I initially majored in uh, business, and I was in a class, and I didn't know what was going on. And a friend of mine, Cooper, that's his name, he said, you want to graduate? I said, yeah. He said, I think you better change your major. <laughs> so I majored in uh, radio and television production. And actually, upon my graduating uh, in 82, I did work. Communication. I was a sound man, I was a cameraman, I was a production assistant, I worked on various commercials and feature films, and I was all freelance. Freelance with no benefit. So, and you weren't in the union either. And I wasn't in the union. Even though I worked in union people, I wasn't in the union. So I made my little $50 a day, working 16 to 18 hours a day. But I loved it. But um, I needed something a little bit more stable with some benefits. So I took the uh, test for the Department of Corrections. And I was hired in 1989. And I retired from there in 2004. Yeah. I ain't doing too bad. No, you're not. Thank you. Thank you. My next birthday, I'll be 60 years old. I tell you that, if I cut my hair off, I can get away with it. I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known. God is good. Think of me. I've had my peaks and valleys, but I have more peaks than I have valleys. Thank God for that. Yes. Now, how often do you do these shows? Actually, this is my third show for the month of February. Black History Month, you know, we're hot in Black History Month. I can get a job, <laughs> make a couple of dollars here there, just to repurpose what I already put out. But um, what was the question? I said, how often? Oh, how often? 
Well, I do at least, I would say on an average three a year. I would like to do more. But I also, you know, work a little part-time gig, and I have a 14-year-old daughter that I definitely have to spend time with. Oh, yeah. Because she's in high school. Oh, yeah, you better. You know, she's got her eyes wandering, so i got to keep up focused. Yeah. As a matter of fact, because we just did a show last week up in uh, Upstate, up in Beacon, I mean, that's an annual show that I do every year. I've done it for about 12 years now. So when she was five, she started doing the shows with me. So we had all of the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. I remember him, and I don't remember him. I remember 
They do something. I lost a lot of brain cells, so some of them got to bring me up to speed. But it kicks in. A lot of men have usually had a lot of women at these shows. Well, the thing is, they were men going to be doing with the yeah. Yeah. ladies. You're missing out. Yeah, yeah, we got how many more hours? Well, we got like two more hours. Is that quite right? Yeah. Where can people find you? Why are you able to? Well, I, I usually post stuff on Facebook. So if you if, if you go to my page, get to know and friend me. And you'll see whenever I have an event. Or you can call me. Okay. You know. His number is 347-837-5596. That's me. And it's alcoholic at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that I caught your eye. You did. You know, you know, you walk away with something for a minimal fee. <laughs> I said that to somebody else. They, they literally thought they could just pick it up and walk. No, no. No, no, no. It's, it's
So I said, I want to find something with this singer. And I
other dogs for the seat. But the friend that makes it look like, you know, it's just not. Yeah. Uh, what's your name? Aria. Aria. Do you want your art to become your art? Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I do when people come and look at the art and come and look at this. What do you think? You know, and I listen to the stories that they tell. But when I've got people myself, you know, my best person or whatever you want, this person's trying to get home, they're trying to do things, whatever they're trying to do. But I like to hear what someone else thinks of my art to see if I can talk. You know, a art piece is what the thousand works. You know, so you might think something.